what's happening, y'all? What's I guess up? this is the initial uh, Macdo. Uh, <laughs> That is, Ivan, that's what it is. It's the MACDO podcast in association with Abby's Toys. I'm Kyle Smith with Sports Broadcast Solutions. If you're not familiar with Sports Broadcast Solutions, obviously go to our website, sportsbroadcastsolutions.com. It's a really cool company that we do. We do sports broadcasting for athletes of all ages. So not just high school and college sports, but AAU basketball, feeder, travel baseball, USSSA softball, you name it. If it's non-professional, we do some professional sports YouTube uploads as well for the Blackhawks, Bears, etc. But if you need a sport broadcasted and you don't want to spend that much money, check out Sports Broadcast Solutions. We do pregame interviews, postgame, play-by-play commentary, stat crew, live stats, etc. Go to sportsbroadcastsolutions.com or email us at sportsbroadcastsolutions at gmail.com. That's enough of that commercial copy. Let's go into the podcast. Mac Doe Podcast in association with Abby's Toys. And here's the CEO, Phil Rogers. Just goes by Phil. Yeah. And first of all, why is it called Abby's Toys? Well, um, you know, the whole collecting thing started for me before my daughter was born. But when my wife was pregnant, I started thinking about those, those 1984 Kenner Superpowers toys. And I just remembered the time that I got Robin. Like, we could, we found Batman... We found everybody, and we just could not find Robin. I'm talking about the back in the days when I would buy toys at at Osco that was part of Jewel. <laughs> if, if you're from if you're from the Chicagoland area, you know days, Jewel, Jewel Osco. It's a drugstore. Sure. But they would be in the glass case, yeah. and you'd have G.I. Joe. on the with magic cards like that. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah magic cards, yeah. Yeah. So you'd have your G.I. Joe, and you'd have your Kenner superpowers, man. And I loved the Super Friends. And I had Batman, I had the Batmobile, I had the Joker, I had, uh, we didn't have Robin. I had Superman, I, mean, I had a ton of them. I was four at the time, so I, I, but I remember wanting Batman and Robin. I mean, it's probably from that Bill Dozier Batman series, you know, like, yeah, you're, sure. you're, you're, you're watching that all the time on TV. And, uh, man, I remember my mom coming home from the store, and she had that, that Robin figure. And it would, I don't think it was the short card, like, it was the full card Robin, you know. And um, I, I just I that that stands out in my mind like as, as in my youth as one of the bright spots like was like oh my god it's Robin and I just had to have those Kenner Superpower toys back and I, I don't know what I mean I was collecting other things mostly Dragon Ball VHS at the time or you I I was always kind of a collector but like. It wasn't real bad until then. And then I was like, man, I wonder where I could get those. This is probably about 2000 and... Well, she was in nine, so this is like 2008. And uh, I find eBay. And dude, it, eBay changed my life. Like, I'm honestly, like, I went on there and... And I've seen that collection, ladies and gentlemen. It is impressive. Yeah. Uh, I, had, I, I, I had the privilege of packing it, packing it up. <laughs> and like, man, as I'm packing it up, I'm like, yeah. wow, like, you know, like... Man, like they really don't make them. Like they had, they took so, like the like the the sad and and, and 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 like all these other characters. They they designed them so like you know like so yes. unique each. Yes. It's not like a plastic mold of like nowadays. It's like man, like we could do this body, and 
uh, and put like uh, this kind of paint on it and call it this figure, or it's the same body, but like they well they it did was so but, intricate. But Ken, but Kenner did that. I mean, and you know, Kenner obviously they're 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 the they're the genius behind the whole collecting industry. Okay, they start with the Star Wars figures, they move on to the other things. Hasbro has GI Joe now. Those GI Joe, those three and three quarter inch. I'm yeah. not talking about the, red, the 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 real old school big oh. GI Joes. I'm talking about those three and three quarter inch man. I can picture spirit iron knife on the shelf with that eagle in the package how many times i would see that i'm not talking about snake eyes i'm just talking about like the colors and then i mean it was long i was a probably in my mid-30s before i realized that like you know oh man they were just making those cartoons just for sell the toys like that that was what those cartoons were all about you know they would they would design a toy and they would say hey write this thing into this the toy and then you know there's uh the great i i disremember his name but it's, he was thick. it's no secret that digimon came out i don't know if you guys remember digimon yes that it well, came that, out. That, that was a little bit later after yeah, yeah, yeah pokemon but, i mean right? but respect, it came out but... literally when pokemon was at its biggest because yes. they knew if we have something that's similar to pokemon we can market this because if we wait too long pokemon's wait so digimon well, had nothing to do with pokemon I'm saying it did have everything. It had okay. everything to do with Pokemon. Oh, but I mean, they, they were not connected. They, they were not associated. Right? Yeah. Right. No, they weren't. But there, there were separate. Like when, separate when Digimon came out to be big, it's yeah. when Pokemon was at its top, like with wow. Blastoise and, right. and and Pikachu and Charizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought that Digimon was just like a spinoff of a, a no. It's of completely. A Pokemon. I don't even think Nintendo is associated with Digimon. Oh, well, I didn't, no, know I, I, honestly, I didn't even know that. Like, I, you know, know that. I don't think yeah. they are because I know they're with Pokemon, wow. but I'm pretty sure they're not with Digimon. Now, see, well, and, and respect, respect to the line, truly, but um, that was just one of the things that I was that like I was checked out at that time in life. Like I was uh, not checked out. I was I was on girls, dude. Mm-hmm. I I had moved beyond toys. I was in just sure. that, right. I was just in that in between phase, like you know. Move where, to the next toy. Yeah, well, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're playing with the, that's the big toy. You went to the store, it wasn't the, the toy yeah. store. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that was just that point where I had kind of checked out. I mean, you you we you, you checked out on toys, you checked out on video games, you know. And that we had what for us would have probably been the Super Nintendo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat came out, Street Fighter Two, and oh. then and then you were done, dude. Like you're. It was like I remember anticipating. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Seeing the commercials yeah. for when it was going to come out. Oh my god! On Fox, and then like I mean, like anticipating, I, yeah. anticipating, 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 and and, the, and then I met this girl named Lynn in junior high, dude, and I never even went. Like you're probably I like a couple years older than me, but like yeah. I well, that how time. old are you, Ivan? Uh, I'm gonna be twenty. No, I wish shit. I'm twenty. Twenty. I wish I was twenty. Jesus. I'm gonna be thirty-six. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so no, know. I'm actually thirty-seven. That's a lie. I'm 37 years old. Yes. This brings me to the next point, children. 37 years don't old. Don't do drugs. Yeah. 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 No, no. Like, <laughs> I, man. I, 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 like, I often I think. I could be 38. I, 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 I could be 39. Think, I often think I'm younger than what I am, man. And and, well, when, I, and when I actually start to think about it. And when I actually start to think about it, I'm like, holy shit, I'm 37. Oh, dude, I'm I'm better than I ever no, have yeah, been No, yeah, right no, for now. sure. I'm 37. I was born in uh, 1983. 
October 7th, 1983, and that's for real. Oh, really? For real. There you go, man. Yeah. You're October 2, right? Yeah, I'm October 28th, 1980. That's I am, uh, yeah. the 1980, the, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You're three an years, official 80s three years kid. older than me. I am, yeah, I'm so, officially so 80s So you were yeah. at that age where, like, you know, Power Rangers were starting to come up, but you're already, like, you know, starting to become a teenager. Yes. And, like, that was me when, like, when I was a teen. So that's my, like, that was, like, my shit. I was like, oh, my God, Power Rangers. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you then, just And, and, and then when the toys started coming out with the Mega Zords, and I was like, oh, my God, you get the Zords. And then like, you could put them together. That was so awesome. But like, right. you know, of course, like you know, uh, my mom was a single parent, uh, so like you know, we were too poor to afford it. But like my friends had it. So you didn't I would steal shit. I, I stole shit. I, I um, don't know about you. <laughs> no, like no. But hopefully, no, there's we, no cops. Uh, one time, well, one, I, they caught me many <laughs> you know, times. You know, you know what? That's, not, that's so funny. Yeah. Because like one time I did uh, um, from KB oh, Toy no, Store. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. It was from Jules. Okay. You want to talk about Jules From Osco. Jules? Jules Osco. The Jules. It was Jules Osco. From the Jules Osco, And, 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 and you yeah. know what? I, 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 the funny thing, what I stole was a Robin Hood toy. This was around the time. Oh, that, that Robin, Robin, Robin Hood or Robin? Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin from Hood. the movie. From, from the, the movie, the Kevin 19- Costner. Yeah, Kevin right. Costner. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, Prince of yes. Thieves. Robin Costner, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. That was such a cool movie. Oh, Kevin dude, Costner oh, was so badass yeah. at that time. Like, you know, because that was, what, like, 90s? That was his peak, man. Prince of man. Oh, and that was, uh, yeah, that was the, uh, uh, Robin Hood. Uh, it was Robin Hood. and what He was had that one redemption movie, uh, 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 no, Dancing with Wolves. Oh, yeah, Dancing with Costner. Wolves. Yeah, how can you forget about that? Hey, that man, great. And, and Kevin Costner yeah. uh, uh, redid himself with uh, as uh, Papa Kent in the Superman movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was he, he really he sold was that. A good Papa Kent. He was well. He, he really Papa sold Kent. that 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 like, hey, keep it a secret thing, and like, yeah, yeah it was a really and good that movie. Father, like, he's that father. That, oh my god, I wish I was with my dad. You know? Yeah, right. I'm, I, so like, cool. I like that. Well, there was the uh, the Coast Guard movie with yeah. him and Ashton Kutcher. I, oh, I really yeah, like that, that was movie. Yeah. movie. And, uh, he, Kevin Costner. Great actor. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, He's yeah. had. There's been a few misses, and you know what? Every People, actor has a few misses. Yeah, yeah but yeah, like, exactly. no, no he's great. But he's great, and and everybody talks shit about Waterworld, dude. I like Waterworld. Dude, Waterworld was a great. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> if you're big YouTubers. Movie. I love the Nostalgia Critic. Yeah, and even he 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 even admitted it when he did his movie review. Waterworld is just it was an a, okay movie. It's not terrible. It's just it was it's not, okay. It was yeah, not, and I mean right? it was just a big budget movie dude, that Waterworld was just like you walked out of it and you're like, movie, you know. Fishing, and he caught that big old whale, whatever the fuck, uh, yeah. whale, whatever the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That was a pretty great. I mean, dude, like I like it. I like. It was cold, man. Cut those girl's cousin, hairs man. off. Like, Jeez, like, like here's the thing. James Cameron is a wonderful director. Yeah. But when he has this big of a budget yeah. to do Titanic and Avatar, it better be a blockbuster. Right. That's right, my right, opinion. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it should be. Yes. And right. it just, it just. I get it. It just fell a little short. Like it was, but it was still an entertaining movie, and I think it just probably missed like. Kevin Costner's character was a little bland in that, yeah. and it just missed. It just missed. Like Dennis Hopper, okay, but you're like really like everything's Ooh, with water the girl with the tattoo on her back and like you know yeah. dry land. Man, dude, it was cold uh, blooded. Dude, he cut <laughs> right? those bitches' hair off. He's like, hey, you oh, you want to touch land. my shit? He's like, take saw, my crayons, little girl. I'll right? cut your. He's like, you saw dry land. No, I, I swam super deep in the ocean, dug up that that dirt, yeah. and then brought it up, and it was dry. You know, it's just every... How every, was that dirt dry when you brought it up all the way up? Yeah, right, Every yeah. actor has that movie. Al Pacino will never admit this, but if you guys have ever seen the movie Jack and Jill, probably the, one of the worst movies ever oh, made. Oh, yeah. He's, the, he's in that the movie. The Dunkachino. Is that the one with yeah. uh, um, fucking... Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. he's Jack and Jill. Yeah. Oh, I mean, does that commercial dude, in the end, the Dunkachino. That was actually... Hey... No, it's an awful movie. Please do it. Uh, no, oh, I, I, I don't recommend you I see it. I actually enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. 
I'm gonna be the one. Be the one. I, it was like it was a funny, stupid movie. Back to my point. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. we kind of derailed. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah it happens easily. Well, uh, right. It, it all started with uh, my story about me stealing the fucking Robin Hood fucking. Uh, oh yeah, dude. Robin I mean, Hood. you know, that's one right, of the lies that killed so, Kenner, though. Yeah. So let me tell you what happened. All right. So I stole. I, I stole this Robin Hood figure. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, man, dude, man, how how old, I had to have been at least nine or ten years old. It's crazy how devious. Well, that movie would have been how, nine. How, my finger discount, right? Like, uh, like I remember, we were we went jewel or whatever, and then like my mom was buying stuff, and I'm like, no, no, she's like, no, no, we can't afford it. And then I'm like, and then I started to open it. Like, oh my god, yeah. it opened. And then, like, so I, 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 I left the, the box, and I took the figure and, and everything and everything with it, right? Yeah. And then, like, I get home. I had a uh, hoodie with, uh, with, with, you know, the pocket the, the, Yeah, the, the hoodie pocket. pocket yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I had it in the middle right there. Somehow, somehow, some way, my mom was, I don't know how the hell. My mom was washing clothes or something like that. And then she's like, come, take off your hoodie uh, so we can throw it in the washer. I'm like, No. And she's like, what do you mean? And then she takes off my hood and then she sees the figure. Oh, your mom caught you. Yeah, yeah my mom caught you. She, she saw the figure and she was like, I didn't buy it. Where'd you get it? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, dude. She she got a banana. I don't know like this, where this banana is Banana peel. She used the banana peels. She made me put my hands out on the table and smacked my hands with the banana peel. Like, beat my hands with the banana peel to, like, uh, like you know, show you, like, no, no, you can't steal. That and, shit hurt her. Oh, mean, dude, that hurt like a motherfucker. I never even thought of anything no. like that with a banana peel. Oh, man, that's, that's crazy. You ever that's, heard of that? Oh, man. I think it's kind of like a wet towel. Like, you don't think a wet towel is going to hurt. Oh, yeah. Right. No, dude, I'll make you bleed with a wet, wet towel. Once yeah. you whip that around, you get enough for it. Oh, yeah, no, I learned. I learned that day not to steal. Yeah, no. Well, the wet <laughs> towel, man, we had that just down to a my science mom, when I was a kid. You tie the end of the knot. What the tip? No, I'll make you but bleed the same with thing a towel. With banana peel. You wrap it around a little bit. You get enough force, and bam. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's never. Well, like I've they say, like you know, you, you hold your hand out, and then, and then the dropping uh, uh, water after a while, that yeah. shit is just gonna get heavy. Oh yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I never even. I was just like, what? That's a just banana genius. Peel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, uh, now know, like, I know. Now I know what to do when this fucking have, guy gets out of line and shit. Man, I just pull out a banana. Have you ever heard about the about the rice? Oh, kneeling on rice? Kneeling yeah, on rice. yeah, I've heard about that. Oh, that, my God. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I can't like, imagine. Like, like, that's another Spanish uh, old trick to punish kids. You put rice um, on the ground. We don't advocate and punishment. Them, and you make them kneel on it. You kneel on it right away. Like, oh. But after a while, that, that starts cutting like, like, like yeah. glass. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything. Like, anything. It's, you know, work hard. We don't advocate Hitting or torturing no, children no, no, like no. this, you of know. course, but no, no. These, yeah. these are just. Well, I mean, you also stole a toy, so that. Yeah, right. Good. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it goes to another point, like you know, like, like this whole like you know, we're we're big fans of Cobra Kai, and like you know, like, it's just so hilarious about Cobra Kai. It's all about like you know, like not wanting to put like how America nowadays is just like you know, so like man. Politically correct, you don't want to offend anybody, you want to hurt anybody. You know, like, I mean, like, man, I grew up with, with, a, with a single parent, Spanish mom, who, like, you know, like, sometimes if we got our line, my mom smacked me, you know what I'm saying? And it yeah. happened. And I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I fucking deserved it. I'm also fucking, oh, yeah. I was an asshole kid. Yeah. I, and sometimes, like, I look I at these it. kids and I'm like, man, you know, this kid needs to be smacked. But it's, it's just like, you know, you can't do these nowadays. There's things that you cannot be done, and it's like, 
I'll tell you, like, I'm, uh, listen, I, I think of the three of us, I'm the only one that's a parent, right? Yeah, yeah okay. exactly, so, right? Yeah, so I, I, I got an 11-year-old daughter, that's where the name Abby's Toys come from, but um, her, her name is Abby. Um, one time, when she was very, very young, in the bathtub, she threw a fit. I don't know what about, I can't even remember, over shampoo or something, but, like, it was just, she just went bananas, like, way overkill, and I swatted her on the butt, and they, she just looked like she did, she wasn't hurt or anything. She just kind of looked at me like, gave me that that stink eye, and I looked back at her. I was like, yeah, I think we're 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 good on this. Like, don't no, no, we're not gonna there ain't gonna be any spankings. Like, it just was not a correct fit. And though I got the same as you, I got I got hit when I was a kid. You know, yeah. I got hit. Damn, dude, I got hit by teachers in, in Chicago public schools. Like, I oh. got, yeah, I mean, I got hit with ruler by a teacher in Chicago public school, and I didn't even think twice about it. I oh, was, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. saying that it's right, because, like, you know, like, sure. again, I see the other way. It's like, you know. Uh, yeah, I got it, no judgment. I got no judgment. It, it, it's like you want to. Hit and kid is wrong. It's totally wrong. Because I, I, so, because yeah. I, I grew up getting hit. I grew up getting hit. Well. And, and then, like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, man. If they would have just talked to me, yeah. then um, yeah, I mean, you, nobody you, can you, talk to you. You're man. dealing with a little that's kid, the problem, right? though. No, I, you the deserved thing. it. You I, I, I could, you could have probably, you could have probably yeah, talked to me, but talk to <laughs> yeah, right. I right? said, so, yeah, you talked to but Ivan like, with the but, fucking belt, the banana <laughs> peel. That's how you talk to him. No, oh, oh. judgment. Uh, plenty of times, I, uh, you know, I'll tell you, I deserved all my ass whoopings. My mom, uh, yeah, my mom I, did a great job, as best a job as she could. Well, I mean, I can tell, I can tell, because you're, 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 you're a really good dude. My mom raised me by herself, raised me and my sister by herself. Awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, my mom did a great job. Great job. And I'll attest to it. Ivan, Ivan is a great dude. But, but no, but uh, that's not to say that there's things that she did wrong, but you can't really oh, blame yeah, them. Come because on. because parents, like, like you said, parents, you're learning along the way. It's, uh, listen. You can't. Mistakes you know, are she, meant she, to be learned from. I, I know, I, I know, but one thing I could go back and say that she didn't make any choice. With the intention to harm me. No. Every choice and every... It was all negative reinforcement. Yes. It was all like... It was all about... She woke up in the morning and she's like, I hate I this little motherfucker. Right? Now, how could I, how can I beat the shit out of him? No. 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 <laughs> she, she, she did something to to create a different effect. Yeah. Right. She, she's the best she could because... One thing about my mom. She was raised in a convent. Um... So she did the yeah. best she could by herself. She didn't. My mom didn't know her parents until she was like twelve. Oh wow! Yeah. So what'd she do wrong to put her in a convent? Nothing. It's just my uh, my grandma wanted to be a hot ass and oh, go around, just like, go hey, around take... to New so, York. So was and... she a nun? Uh, no, oh, but she grew she... up. But she grew up raised by nuns. Okay. Oh, she went to like a nunnery or whatever. Like uh, I, I, this was like, like back in the days where I, so the, I guess this would be kind of like a boarding yeah. school. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, boarding school, yeah, yeah. so you would do something like that. That's yeah, oh, weird. man, dude. Like, one, one time, my mom, my mom told me the story of, like, how she met her mom the first time. And, like, they said, like, one of the nuns, like, bought her. And they're like, oh, you see this lady over there? And she was like, oh, who's that? And they're like, oh, that's your mother. And that's, like, the very first time that my mom met her mother. And then it's just, oh, my God, dude. That was just, like, heartbreaking. Like, like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I, dude, I can't even imagine. So, what, 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 what country are you from, man? What Ecuador? Ecuador, yeah, right? Yeah, Ecuador, I, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I, you I know you. You grew up in Ecuador and then moved yeah, to America. Yeah, yeah. How, when yeah. did you go to America? Uh, when I was six years old, turning seven. And you grew up here? Or yeah, uh, yeah, no, Chicago. And, and it's crazy, like how the Abby story is. Like it, it's crazy how everything comes full circle. Um, 
you know, I grew up around, around these topic neighborhoods. Like, yeah, we're 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 in the Irving, we're in the Irving, Irving Park, old Irving Park area in Chicago Irving Park, right now. Irving Park, area. That's around the Where'd area. Like, I, um, I, I didn't actually finish high school, but I went to high school to Von Steuben and Gordon Tech. Okay. Oh, yeah, you I think, went to I think they renamed Gordon Tech to Paul College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Once they got the females in, dude, I was there when it was all boys, and then it was like two years later. Two years later, it was all they they brought in females. I'm like. Yeah, we broadcasted a couple of their games. They got good basketball at the Paul College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it was always it was always a good school. So that's the that's a crazy thing, right? Me and Ivan meet in uh, the west suburbs of Chicago. We live in Chamber. He, it's Hoffman Estates, right? Yeah, I'm uh, and and I li- I live in Chamber, yeah, or I live. From... But um, so they're right next to each other, and uh, well, we just met randomly through like a Facebook sale or a trade or something like. I, I forget what it was, but I just happened to notice his address was so close to my house that I I messaged him. He he had bought some from me, and I messaged him, and I was like, "Dude, it would be easier for me to just drop this at your door yeah. than take it to the post office." Like I was like, "What's the point? Do you mind if I drop this off?" And Ivan's like, "Well." I start work early and I'm not home in the morning. He's like, only my girl is there, and like, you know, I don't really know you, which is yeah, completely I mean, fair. Completely fair. Stranger danger. Yeah, stranger <laughs> danger. Right, right, right. And I was like, okay, man, look at, um, can I like, can I just like, like ring your doorbell and I'll leave it outside so she can grab it or something. I think, I think that's what because I, I have only, I just met her the other the, day. That was like, yeah, that was the hilarious thing about it because like, yeah, like I know, I saw you like you know you posted these fucking uh, hell bad and I believe it was um, the Superman no it was Unchained and yeah was, right and, and, and the Batman the, the Wonder uh, I think it was Golden Armor yeah right armor, yeah right? that's what I was just and I'm like oh my god those are the, the, you know I've been looking for those I'm like sure I'll cop them and you're like oh yeah you know you wanted like you know my address so you could ship it and then you're like oh you're right there yeah I'm like sure and I call my girlfriend I'm like hey man you know I just some things of this one guy he says he's gonna drop it off so you know just make yeah. sure you got the dogs and stand by you know <laughs> yeah right yeah and i mean obviously obviously <laughs> no but then you no, showed up and then, and, and then you know the rest was the rest yeah, was because right. you're like oh because i um we were part of the, well, the uh, facebook group well it was a facebook uh, Q- group i created qf uh, uh af yeah it was uh, action figures or yeah uh, quality uh, quality action quality figures. Actually, for yeah, quality A is the is name what of the, uh, yeah, of the so, thing, right? So you can use your imagination a little bit there. Right. Is quality as fuck, or is it quality action? Yeah, right. What do you want? <laughs> quality as fuck. Yeah, right. But you know, I took it as quality as fuck. Right. Well, the idea behind that was is like I I, I had been in a lot of the groups on Facebook. Uh, uh, let me start back from the beginning on how I start all this. So I do, I go and I start collecting the Kenner line. Okay. Okay. I, I, I find and fall in love with eBay, dude. I'm, like, addicted to it. I'm buying everything that I can. I mean, I almost go through and collect the entire Kenner Superpowers line through eBay. And um, a couple years go by. We're living in a small condo. This is probably around the time of the recession, you know, like 2010 and stuff like that. We're getting ready to buy a house. We're, I, do, I do well. I, I always have. But um, so we're buying a house, and... Like, as soon as we buy the house, there's a local toy store. The name of the toy store is Quake West, okay? Uh, it's since it's become Wax Packs. It's in Schaumburg. If you're ever there, go. To get the owner, Aaron, is a great guy, okay? They got a ton of stuff in there, all kinds of retro things. I mean, just, just a great, great place to go and a good experience to have. My experience here is completely different than his. Um, 
So it, like you're, you're you're not you're not getting you're not getting the same thing. Like I got a completely different thing going on. As a matter of fact, when I started my business, I was like, I'm not gonna do what Aaron is doing because he does it so well. I'm not gonna try to copy him. Mm -hmm. I, I want I want my thing to be different. Okay. Uh, so I meet him, and the collection stuff just goes off the rails. When I say off the rails, like I'm buying full, like I go, I collect all the counter superpowers, and then I'm looking at them, I was like, nah, I'm bored with these, let's sell them all off. Sell those all off, I'm doing it on eBay. And I was like, no, I want mask, you know, the mar uh, the mobile armored uh, assault whatever <laughs> in disguise. If you re you'll remember ask mask if you're from the 80s. M.A.S.K. Great toys. Great toys. Another counter product. Um, so I go through all of those. And then I fall. And now I was never a fan of Transformers. And I, I don't watch the cartoons or the movies now. I never did. But then I fall in love with the G1 Transformers. Mostly the combiners. And I just got a knack for them, dude. I can recognize the stamps. I can recognize the weapons. I can just... For whatever reason, Transformers in my brain just meld. Like I have a still have amazing G one collection. Uh, I even can attest to somebody tried to steal my my, my, yeah. my accessory box at a toy show. Um, so that that really becomes a thing. I start I start going after all these G ones, and in the meantime, I'm collecting everything. Like so, don't 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 think I'm sticking to one thing. I'm grabbing everything that I can find. I start grabbing uh, DC Universe classics, and um, that that that's what actually Ivan packed up. He didn't get my Kenner Super. I don't have any Kenner Super. I only have one thing. I have Dark Dark Side Destroyer yeah. in the box. Still. Um, Speaking of, I don't even, oh, that, that's he's around. Yeah, right? he's around. Yeah, he's around. We didn't pack that up. No, no, I got him, but he's uh, he's all good. But um, I start collecting the DC Universe line and the waves and that stuff, and. The dummy in me, like I'm buying these boxes. This is around the time they're coming out, so I'm buying these boxes. I'm getting them, you know, fairly market price, maybe a little over or under. I'm opening them up, dude. I'm throwing the boxes away, and I got all these figures, hundreds, hundreds of figures. Like I literally, I capped out at two fifty, and I was like, I couldn't display them. I had a whole. We we had a house at this point. Now we got a four bedroom house. We got one daughter. It's me and my wife. And, tons of room i have an office i have a work table i'm i'm a according to others this is not me i'm a master electrician i've been an electrician since i was really i started doing electrical work when i was like 16 but like i i, I get a job in 2003 with a company that's local and um industrial electrician i've done uh, i've worked for every major industry you can imagine about okay so yeah uh, okay, I, I don't like talking about it a lot because it makes me feel like self-conscious. But listen, one of the things, one of the last things that I did as an electrician is I built the prototype panels for the Millennium Falcon ride at Disney. I uh, was working for my company that I had worked for forever as an electrician, and I was doing work for the company that built them. I'm not going to say their names just for whatever reason, but um, a project comes across and it is uh it's from disney and we're calling it project big bird immediately i know exactly what it is because i know all about galaxy's edge it's coming out I, I know what's coming out and i was like did you say that this is from disney big bird and you want big bird and yes they want me to 
build the prototype panels for one ride. I'll get a little technical here. I won't go in too far into it, but uh, Disney rides are like a carousel, okay? So when you get on, it's constantly evolving so people can get, get on. So anything that they want, one set of ride controls, when you go on that ride, that ride is actually running like 10 times, okay? So like they're, they're putting people in, it's rotating, it's going. So the ride controls need to be in multiples. What they want from me is they want me to go build one of each type of control panel. I'm talking about an operator panel, behind the scenes stuff, maintenance access, lighting, anything that would be electrical control panels. They want one of each. They want me to go through, make sure that it works. I, I just debug it, get all the screw counts, make sure that everything is perfect on this panel. Uh, the Imagineers are happy. I actually worked with the Imagineers. Um, and when they say, yes, this is good, now this goes to mass production in Mexico. They copy what I did a million times. Like, I get it all set for them. This is one of the last things that I do. This is how this business kind of starts. It starts, it starts back in 2013, but it, it takes effect in my life in, on August 3rd of 2017. That is the day that Disney invited me and a couple of like the engineer that was with that worked with me and like the project manager, they invite me to Disney to go for a contractor day. And it's that's just what it is. I mean, it costs us a ton of money to get down there. Like it, we had free admission to the park. It's early access to Galaxy's Edge, but we had to pay for the rest. It wasn't like a, you know, everything included type of deal. But um, we walk through the tunnel. Going into Galaxy's Edge, and this is in Orlando. This is not the one in California. The stuff that I built is actually in California at Disneyland, not yeah. World. So I didn't get to see that. But um, we walked through the tunnel, and as we, we are, all the Disney employees are lining the walls of the tunnel going in, and they're clapping. And I could see the look in my wife's face and my daughter's face as they're like, wow, like excited. And my heart just sank. Like I felt depressed. And I was well, like, been there, man. I was like, I'm done. Like, what am I ever going to do as an electrician that's better than this? Mm -hmm. uh, I love Star Wars. But you, your real passion was to make kids happy. I guess. I mean, the kids, yes, I always enjoy making children happy, but it's not just children. Everybody. I want everybody to be happy. The right. ch children, like, children, you know, of course, they got a, I get a soft spot for me, you know, like, Anybody that knows me personally and has kids, they'll always. I mean, dude, you got to separate well, for the kids. Like. Every collector was a children once, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's why you want to help everybody. When you were an electrician, collectors, you supplied a service that was important. But it's not like when somebody turns on their shower, like, oh my god, I'm gonna remember this for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, no. Right. Most of the time, you walk in the door and people are pissed off, dude. Like, they're like, this doesn't work. Like, I was like, they just well, want it I... to work and then be on with their lives. But when they see that toy, right, that they asked for when they were ten and they got it, oh, I'm gonna remember this for the rest of your life. And then that's where Abby's toys comes in. Yeah, that's the idea, right? That's that's what it is for me. It, it there's money. Dude, there's always money. If you're getting, it, money's easy, and I don't care about money. I never have. Like, I just, I don't know what it is about me. Like, I'll throw a bunch of money at stuff, and whatever happens happens. Yeah. It, you know, it's fleeting. It's just a fleeting thing. You never know what's going to happen in life. You know, like, do we run out of water or something? And yeah. the, who cares about money? Money becomes water becomes currency. Like, uh, our our uh, 
Like, wasn't that the deal in Waterworld, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to Waterworld again. No. Um, so <laughs> Everything goes back to yeah, right, right, right. I love it. That's a so, callback. Yeah, so... Like in the <laughs> um, I, I won't... I won't get into a lot of details. So the the deal is is that uh, my wife gets sick shortly after we move into her house. She gets she gets she has MS. Um, she's okay. So no no, uh, is that she's not a charity case or anything like that. But she has MS. It scares the crap of us. We got a little girl. My daughter's too. I work a ton. Like I'm working in factories. I'm working for like. I, I just work a ton. Like I'm constantly and I'm sought after. Because I know how to fix stuff. I can fix anything. Like, yeah. I always have been able to. I don't know what it is. I, even as a kid, I was the guy you got to program your VCR. Like, uh, the good old Phil can fix it, you know. Oh, the videotape doesn't work. Oh, your cassette got jammed. Get get Phil. Phil. I was always that guy. And um, it followed me into adulthood. I did very well. And then um, my mother-in-law, we asked my mother-in-law to move in with us. She was... Coming close to retirement, she kind of needed the help, and we kind of needed the help. It was my decision to ask her to move into her house. Mm -hmm. She does this. This is probably around 2013. When she moves in, you know, all the space that I had for my collecting stuff, wiped out, dude. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. completely wiped out. Okay. So you want to be nice, but you got to sacrifice. Well, I had, a, I had an office, okay? I did have an office. So, like, I lose half of my house. We give her the apartment downstairs. She's a great lady. Um, we're not close friends, but that's not because either one of us hate the other one. We're just, <laughs> it, 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 it is what it is. It, it, no, no, it's not like that. It's not like I hate my mother-in-law. We just we, <laughs> we, we kind of got a, a personality <laughs> clash. Yeah, we don't feel comfortable around each other. Else. So it's never like a fight. It's just that we are. Yeah. You, you do one thing, she does the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't dislike her at all. She's a great lady. Uh, it's just, it's just a really. It, I, I, there's no other way to describe it. It's a personality clash. Yeah. We would never be close, exactly. no matter whatever happened. Like her, she's, she's I got a lot it. of anxiety. I feel it. it. It, it sets me on edge, and so that's it. But she's good. You respect her, but you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, her. right. Well, it was my idea. Like I told my, I said like, we should have your mom move in here. Like she's, she's really struggling. She's getting close to retirement. Yeah. The recession had hit. Like this, this, uh, the housing market had hit. She was planning on that being her retirement. It just didn't work out for her. Yeah, we bad. took care of her. She's taken care of now. She's, she's, she's well. Everything's all good. But uh, so that goes on for a few years, and and then my wife changes uh her shift from first to, to third wow and when like you know that's a that's a rough transition she she needs it she's having a hard time at first she wants to do it she she's do it great at it or no no she she no she no she chose this and well but when she does they still have her start working from home okay now this is my last vestige my last room is this office and now my wife needs it for work so the last of my collection finally goes into the storage locker that Ooh. I've been keeping the storage locker for, oh, God, it's got to be 10 years now. So late last year, and this is, this is coinciding exactly at the, as the Star Wars ride is finishing, okay? I quit my job that I'd had for so long to go to work for the company that was building the Star Wars ride so I could test it. I guess I had plans of being a programmer or... I don't know, moving it on and advancing my electrical career, which I really couldn't. Yeah. And um, and my mother-in-law is getting ready to move out. We find this out in like the end of 2000 and, oh geez, where are we? It feels like 20 years ago, but it's not that long ago. So no, it wasn't, I'm sorry. It was not 17, it was 18. 
Yeah, 18. No, jeez, was 19. Was it 19? I wish I had the, the tag. Yeah. Whenever it was, it was... No, it had to be August the 19th. I'm sorry, guys. It was August 3rd of 2019, not See, 17. I'm not the only one fucking up with Yeah, no, no, no. It just feels... Miles is just eight. Believe me, it's been a long road since then. <laughs> so, anyways, we find out that she... We had offered, we owned a condo, it got stuck in the recession, we couldn't sell it, we're just kind of stuck paying the mortgage, we were renting it out for a while. We had asked her one time if she wanted to move there, she said no, she, she seemed like almost offended by it, and uh, it was coming time for us to get a new tenant again, and my wife just randomly asked, would you like to move into the condo since it's going to be available, and she had changed it, my daughter's older now, my daughter's 11. She's really independent. My mother-in-law doesn't really need anything around the house. Like, you know, she's just kind of living there. And she says, yeah, she can take it. We can afford to put her up there and not have to, she doesn't have to pay rent. Like, I was just fortunate that way. You know, we both do well. And, but she's leaving. Like, it's like freedom for me. Like, yeah. you know, because like I can smell that that's been just sitting in those bins and that storage locker for years. And yeah, I'm and like... And you're ready to start selling. Oh, I'm ready, dude. Because I'm done. I don't know what to do. I'll, my job has since, like, become maddening. Like, I'm working with people that don't know what they're doing and I'm the only guy that does. I have to answer questions all day. I am like... I'm. This, is, uh, this ties into it a little bit here, too, is that I get a sense of my leadership abilities when I'm there because there's leaders in place there that are not very good. And when they're coming to me, the leaders of a, this is a major corporation in America, okay? A major, major corporation in America that I work for now. And people that are working there, they're asking the bosses what to do. Now, I'm not, I'm not a boss, I'm a tester at this point. So all I'm doing is I'm making sure electrical equipment works, matches prints, Everything's fine, meets standards, looks good, customers are happy when it goes out the doors. It's almost quality control and electrical testing at the same time. And um, I'm really good at it. I, I mean, fire, dude. Like, never make a mistake. Like, everything's perfect all the time. Well, that's the thing that kind of kills me, right? Because now they're asking everybody, managers are asking me what to do. Well, how do we Not do a good this? sign. How do we do this? What do we do this? Well, there, when I took the job, I had Star Wars. Okay, and I had a, a killer manager. Like yeah. this dude was the, this guy could control, could, could control me. If that tells you anything, mm -hmm. like he was damn good. This guy's name, <laughs> I, I'm not even hesitate to say his name. His name's Kyle Gress. He, amazing guy. Like just amazing, amazing leader and boss and everything. And I, I debate this move over to this corporation yeah. for a long time. And I decided to do it because of him. Two months in, he leaves. That's like, hard. I'm there, I'm That's there. Hard. Yeah, I'm there. I finally make this big move. My other company, I'd worked for 14 years. I did not burn that bridge in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. I love my old boss. We had, we still get along. I, I talk to him. I'm going to see him tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, uh, so no no problems there. But um, I, I make this move, and this guy leaves. And I just like, dude, my heart sank. I knew it was done. They bring in new management. New management doesn't get along with middle management. All of a sudden, the whole place turns into a fiasco. Did you did you uh, interview for the manager role? That oh god, no, 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 because I'm not I'm not an administrator. It's really an administrator's job. So it's more like an HR position. Yes, 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 it is. It's a, that's like a real solid people management system. You're dealing with 
you're dealing with project managers and you know regional manager. So and, it's like a payroll slash HR slash yes. executive assistant role. It, yeah, it, this is yeah, this is yeah, a like really this is a really an executive role. Okay, now I am really good with people, and I'm a really good judge of people. Okay, I I know how to put people in the right place, but I'm not that guy. I'm not going to deal with project managers and things like that because eventually, I'll get I'll get mad. And I'll tell him, hey, dude, listen, I don't really care what you want. Take a flying fuck, dude. Get the fuck out of here. I, I'm not listening to you anymore. I, I just couldn't do that job. But I can control the floor. Yeah. So now there's a guy ahead of me who gets the like this lead technician job. Okay, so just a bunch of guys building panels on the floor. All I'm in charge of is the test. Like I'm in charge of the live power tests and the cells. And they tell me this pretty much. They don't give me any title, but they tell me this pretty much when I walk in the door. Like, hey, look, at we want you to be in control of the test cells because we had a guy in here that was doing, wasn't really testing things well and all kinds of stuff went bad. Yeah, and, yeah he was, a, he was, he's, yeah, he's quite the, the screw up. <laughs> and um, they want me to just control that because I'm good at quality control. I don't ever make mistakes. I just, I, I'm, I'm there as a contractor building panels and I have like eight guys under me through my company. Okay, so... We're all doing the same job, but I'm just in charge of them. And, and when I say in charge of them, I'm training them a little bit. I'm monitoring what days they're taking off. I'm keeping track of their hours. It's not like super management. I I won't let anybody in the door that I have to monitor that You're closely. You're doing a supervisor role. Yeah, I'm a supervisor. I'm, I'm a lead electrician. Yeah. Okay. I've, I have been for years and years. Um, when I get into this test role and the manager leaves and the lead guy on the floor is coming to me and asking what he should do all the time. What, what, what should I do about this? Who should I give this job? Who should I do this? I'm like, dude, I've got a job. I'm in charge of the back end of this. Like, I don't, like, why are you constantly coming? I, this is what I'm thinking in my mind, but what I'm doing is I'm just answering questions all day, all day, all day. Which is, you know, not your pay grade and mm. also, you know, if they're gonna do that, you should either a ask for more money. Or oh, dude, just... I quit. I like I, I I told them I'm gonna quit. I had another job, and they they gave me. They're like, well, what would it take you to stay? I was like, well, it would take this. They give me the money, and I stay. And like, this happens numerous times throughout my electrical career. It's it's it never. I have never been let go from a job. Mm-hmm. Like it, like literally, they won't let me go. I'll say, yeah, this place is gonna pay me X. They're like, we'll, we'll take care of you, and I just get it. That's how I've gotten all my raises. I'll be honest with you, I didn't get my GED until two thousand and seventeen. That's why I got the years confused. That's when I started. That's when I started the Disney project, and it finished in in twenty nineteen. Um, so I didn't even get my GED. I mean, I was a, a lead electrician. What's the point? What am I getting? What am I going to yeah, college right? for? Where I, I, I I'm a master at you this. You already stuff. got the job that you wanted. Yeah, I mean, I'm working for every like FedEx. I'm working all everywhere, and I'm in control. I'm in leading crews and just doing my thing. Like, but I kind of became this specialty guy. It was like, oh, there's a contract work. This factory just started a new line, and they they want to see how it runs, and they just mm-hmm. need like an electrician to debug it, and if it and he, Thing goes wrong so i'd be here for six months and i was just i would essentially just help a maintenance crew establish their line and then i'm out yeah. you know then they don't want to pay me anymore and they send me but to this you, you just got sick of it to the point where you just wanted to have your own business well i mean i always wanted to have my own business let me tell you a couple of things that happened in in my life 
that I missed out on, okay? I get married in 2003, my wife wants to buy a condo. Everybody's at the time is like, oh man, everything's gonna double in seven years. I was like, dude, nobody's gonna pay that amount of money for a a condo. I don't know anything about houses, okay? And I'm not talking about predicting the, the whole market crash, but I was like, there is no way condos are going to double every seven years. It is completely out of the realm of possibility. Anybody who's yeah. moving into a condo and thinks that, what are you thinking, man? Yeah. Really? Like, really? Like, you're going to pick quarter of a million dollars for a one-bedroom apartment? No. Yeah. Nobody will ever do that, right? So I know that, 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 that doubling every seven years is ridiculous. Tell my wife, doesn't want to listen to me. We have to buy, we have to buy, we have to buy. And then what happens when we go to get our mortgage? We want want $100,000. We just want to buy a little one bedroom place. We just got married, we're both kids. I'm starting out in my electrical career, so I haven't got my five years in. I'm good, but like, I'm still, you know, I'm still tenuous as as doing this, but um, I know I'm I'm solid, like I'm fine, but we asked for $100,000. I say, why? You can have 250. I was like, yeah, but I got to eat. Yeah. Like what? And they're like, no, we can do this arm for you. I was like, what? And I like this. This is a mortgage broker telling us, you know, and my wife is like, well, it's kind of okay. Like for four years, we'll be paying this. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, after four years, we have no idea what we're going to be paying. And all of a sudden it could be through the roof. It's just disaster waiting. I was like, no, let's just take the fixed. We'll get the condo like you want. I wanted to rent an apartment. I was fine with it. Yeah. Take the condo like you want. And then, you know, if you know anything about finance, you know the market crash. The condo, when we wanted to sell it, was worth a quarter what we paid for it. Yeah. Wow. And it's still not back to where we paid what we paid for it in 2005. And then now it's going into 2021. It's still not worth what we paid for it. So I predicted that, that that was going to go south. But I did not predict the market crash. I didn't know it was going to be as bad as it was. But I knew that that mortgage broker was full of shit. Yeah. Okay, so 2010 now <clears throat> comes. Uh, Obama was nice enough to do like a little mortgage relief thing, and you could refi, get good rates and stuff like that. That made it capable for us to rent the condo out mm-hmm. and then buy a house. We buy a house cheap. We rent the condo. Okay, we have money now. Why? Well, we have money. I'm not. <laughs> we have money. I'm not gonna. I'm not like I said. The, my wife is fine. She's my wife is a hard worker. Ex-wife. 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 Yeah. What does uh, she do? Is she a nurse? Uh no, no. I'm everybody. I was. It's funny. I was talking about nurses last night. No, she's not a nurse. She she works in data and uh, data entry for a major supply company in the country, and uh, she's really good at it. She's really fast. Um, she doesn't make a lot of errors. Uh, she's a diligent worker. Um, she she just you know she just she's just one of those people, man. You know she's a she's a worker bee. I'm not a worker bee. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not a drone. I'm an ambitious dude. 2010, we're going to buy the house. We get the house. We put the down payment down. I got a pile of money. Mm-hmm. I got about $50,000. Mm-hmm. But we're going to use it to remodel the house. <laughs> and I'll, I told my wife, I was like, listen, that's 50 grand. Like, I was looking at the condos because we were trying to sell ours and we couldn't. I was like, I can buy condos like ours. We can buy two just for the 50 grand we got. Like brand was, new, brand new. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can just buy them. Like we could have bought them outright. Two of them. I was like, well, I'm going to go to the bank and ask for some money and buy like 10. I got to be a landlord anyways. Yeah. 
because I got to rent mine out. I was like, I don't really want to be a landlord. I, I don't like it. It's not good. But like, why don't we just buy as many as we can? Bank had no problem giving us money because we're a like, you know, we're we're credits good. Jobs are secure. I made more money in 2010 than I ever have. And uh, now we don't do that. Let's just remodel the kitchen. So I completely forget about it. I know. I can tell you at least two people that are friends of mine that are completely rich because they did that. Exactly what I wanted to do. Exactly the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, even my ex would tell you the same story. Like, yeah, you did say that. You did say not to buy the condo. You did say, let's go buy all these things up and start. So I missed out my, on my opportunity. That's my ambition there. My ambition is always inside. You know, maybe things happen for a reason like this. Well, that, yeah, you know what? If you I'm had a, been rich, maybe Abby's toys might not have happened. Right, right. right because right. they're kind of coinciding at the same time. You would have been busy being a landlord. Yep. I would have been busy being a landlord. I would have been busy being getting rich. I would have had an and, awesome and, collection. And, and, hey, listen, guys. I would have always been out well, there having an awesome collection. Well, not only that, but, but, but just to make sure how many headaches people, landlords are having right now with the COVID-19 happening yeah because, i was lucky because, man because i was lucky i got out of it a lot of yeah. people that can't pay their rent you're can't stuck they, yeah they're you stuck you can't evict them because, you can't evict them yeah you're right yeah and i and i feel for and all so those landlords. A, a lot of these landlords are out there and not getting paid yeah and and i feel for all those guys out there i know it can be difficult like uh being a landlord is not an easy thing to do um tenants can take advantage of you but most people, I, I I feel that most people are good in nature. Like I I don't I don't really I'm not a very cynical dude where I look down on everybody mm. or anything like that. I, most people are good in nature. My last tenant that I had before, um, my divorce, is uh, she had bankrupt. She had had just gone through bankruptcy right before she rented. And um, yes, for a cosigner, cosigner's got worse credit. She's a. <laughs> And I mean, I, I, we just decided, like, I just talked to the lady and I decided, hey, I'm going to give her a chance. She, she was there for like two and a half years. She, she never missed a rent payment, you know. Yeah. She would be late sometimes and I would have to kind of check her because she would get a little, uh, I don't know how what the Non-commutative? Well, yeah, a little non-commutative or a little like over-commutative too yeah. sometimes like that. So I had to kind of, you know, and I, okay. I'm not, I don't want to like, I don't want to like shit it because you, you're, this is somebody's home so I don't yeah. want to like make you feel uncomfortable but like i did have to eventually like have that kind of talk yeah. it was like hey if your rent's gonna be late you need to tell me yeah like i'm not gonna i don't want to be calling you or looking in the mailbox every day tell me just After tell me while, like oh are you gonna be late come and talk to me i'm not unreasonable i'm not i'm a nice guy you can talk to me oh we, and, and this goes for anything and everybody that's listening or ever hears this yeah you can always talk to me i'm i'm cool like i i'm all right you know if you got a problem Shoot me straight. Did I do something wrong to you? Tell me what it is. Maybe I did it. Maybe I didn't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I think you're an asshole, I'm going to tell you. But other than that, I, I really don't deal with assholes. Usually, I'll just kind of cut you off. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. I talked to her. She's just okay, and everything's great. She moves out. My mother-in-law is moving into this place. That's when my toy collection comes in. Now, I'm done being an electrician. I'm completely done. I don't want to fix anything any, ever again. Like, I'm so sick of people's stupid questions. <laughs> that even your that, stuff. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I do. Well, that's the that's the thing, right? The only the only leaky faucet on the block belongs to the plumbers. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what they always say anyways, right? You, know, you never fix your own shit. Um, so, I just... I'm in kind of a malaise at this point in my life. We're like, you know, like... My mother-in-law's getting ready to leave. 
my wife is kind of getting on me all the time about falling asleep on the couch, but I'm completely stressed. <laughs> like, dude, I'm like, I'm, I am completely, completely stressed. Now, I know we're in Illinois and, and smoking weed is legal. I smoked weed for 20 years, but I had quit three years prior to this. Just one day, I just decided I didn't like it anymore, and I was done. I just don't like it anymore. I don't know. I have no rhyme or reason for it. I just was smoking. I was like, ugh, I don't want this anymore. And it just stopped. So I don't do that. I'm not a, I'm not a, I, I do drink, but I'm not a big drinker. And um, I was so depressed with work. I couldn't take, I couldn't take people not doing their jobs. I just could not understand, like, what is the purpose of going to work to do nothing? You do nothing. And then there, in some cases, and I won't call the guy out. In some cases, they don't just do nothing. They sabotage it. They huh. make it so that things go wrong for other people. And I caught a guy doing it, like, huh. big time. And um, I saved a huge project for a huge company. I just don't want to talk about these names because you never know what's going to be. Like, when I say a huge company, like... For over a fortune. I'm, yo. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about a company that is the company, the first ever company, ever. <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, like companies that are like the major industries in this country. Okay? This guy is actively sabotaging jobs. <laughs> because he doesn't like the upper management. He's middle management. M- meanwhile, he doesn't do anything at all. Okay? And I, I wish he was sitting here right to my right in my face because I would tell him this again for the hundredth time. I know who you are and what the hell you're doing, and I called him out on it a million times. Disgust, yeah. Yeah, it was it was disgusting to see. Like he like last minute drops a bunch of information about how far we behind we are on a project when he's known for months or weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's known for a long time. He's been giggling and smiling and laughing and dropping hints, but I don't know what he's talking about. I'm too busy. And I, at this point, I'm not really paying too much attention to him. But it's like a Friday afternoon. The manager, who's a great, great woman, but is really That's over cool. her head. And not strictly her fault. The middle management, who should be helping her, don't do a damn thing. Okay? I'm picking up all the slack for everybody at this point. Like, I got... 20 guys in a building, everybody's relying and, on and me. And the issue is you just don't have as much of a passion for this company as your previous one. I have a passion, but I can't do things like that. Like, you're talking about the beyond the realm of possibility. Now, when you start talking about sabotage, like, I went to management and talked to them, upper management, like, yeah. regional managers, and like, hey, this was sabotaged. Like, this was designed to, this guy let this go for weeks and weeks. So it comes, it's a Friday. It's a Friday. Our bo- our manager, our local manager is off. This guy's the lead. He comes to me and he's, <laughs> he always had this little swarmy giggle. Did he still, but the, the guy that in my life that I closest, came closest to hitting, I would never hit anybody, but like I literally had to walk out of the building one day on this guy. I mean, I'm taking days off. I'm, I'm tapping into my retirement fund so I don't have to go to work. I'm literally, I'm dying at work. Like I go home and all I can do is sleep. I'm so depressed. And um, this happens. And he's like, hey, we're never going to get, we have like 12 panels that we have to get done by Monday. Mm. There were four done on Friday afternoon. And like, this is a major company. Upper management finds out about it. 
where we're at, like the progress. This is all going down on like a Friday morning. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, if you were, I asked him, I was like, dude, if you were that far behind, why didn't you tell me? He's like, well, you know, it's not my job to tell you. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. Douchebag. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just call him douchebag. It's close enough to his real name anyways. If he ever hears this, you'll know exactly who you fucking are, man. Um, I, I was like, what are we doing about it? He's like, it's not my job to do anything about it. I was like, <laughs> exactly dude, your job, dude, dude you are leading. There are 20 people on this floor right now. Okay, we are in COVID times now, so now they're dumping, like a lot of my, my company had shut down. So anybody that worked in the field that didn't really have a home and didn't have any place to go because all the factories are shutting down, yeah. they're sending them to me. I've got three test cells with live electricity panels that have never been turned on before, and they're crammed with engineers <laughs> that don't really know how to test live power. They're great with the computer and oh, shit. Wow. You know, there's field guys who are service guys that know know what they're doing, but they can't test because we're really kind of doing a quality control thing. We mm -hmm. get documentation, so I gotta make up. I gotta like, I have to guide all of these people, well, and this guy's checked let, out, so I'm guiding course. all the. All the guys on the floor too. Like I'm just, like I'm just completely smashed, dude, with work. And I tell the guy, I was like, he's like, well, I, what are we gonna do? He's like, nothing. I was like, no, we're not gonna do nothing. I was like, listen, I'm gonna go make a phone call right now to my, the place I work, the place I had worked for years. And I was like, I'm gonna go get as many electricians in here as I can, and we're gonna work around the clock until Monday, until we get this done. And I was like, if you don't do this, if you don't call this guy right now, then I'm gonna do it. And I don't, the hell with the consequences. I was like, let him fire me. I'm not failing this company. Because that, that, that company that we were doing those jobs for, mm -hmm. well, I won't say it, dude, major company. Like major, major company in this country. The majorest. And uh, I was like, I'm not failing. Like everybody's losing their minds. Managers, project managers are all flipping out. And he says, okay, well, I'll make the call. He makes the call. My guys, my old guys, my old boss come through. We nail it. I'm testing like crazy. I'm monitoring everything. I'm doing all of this. We get it out. We actually survive it. Like we get, we meet our minimum quota, which is next to impossible. And that email comes in on Monday morning or afternoon. Thanks so much, douchebag. You really helped us out. I'm like, that's me. Like, this guy fucking fucked you up. Like, that's me. Like, I'm the one that did this. Like, mm -hmm. I'm the one that organized this. I'm the one that called the guy. I'm like, I did all of this. It was the only time in my life I ever felt like, can I get something? Can I get some credit here, man? Like, cause come on, I just saved you. Yeah. And, millions of dollars they would have lost that contract if they didn't meet it and and it, this is the kind of contract when you're in you're in when you're out you are you are done man like i actually called the regional manager i had never in my life would i ever go to hr or whatever i yeah I, maybe it's that old snitch thing from growing up in the hood, you know <laughs> you like snitch, you know, you get stitches. yeah right but you had just reached a boiling point i had just reached a boiling point and i mean i'm i'm like ready to snap dude like i'm i'm kind of cracking mentally i i still am if you see if you get to know me now like i'm fucked up there's something wrong but uh it's not bad though i'm not <laughs>
Um, not yeah, violent. Yes. No, not violent. It's not a violent crazy. But uh, I just can't take it anymore, man. I'm like, you know, I call the regional manager. He's like, oh, man. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, I tell my manager. I've been telling him for months. This guy, this same guy, many people have gone to HR about him. I'm not the only person complaining. One guy goes to HR, tells him his story, nothing happens. Okay, it's COVID time now. One guy gets, uh, they leave him home from work because he's got a cough for like <laughs> like three weeks because the cough, you know, whatever. You get a cold, he's out, he's sick for a week. Mm-hmm. Then they make you wait 14 days and whatever. HR made him stay home, made him stay home. I know the guy personally, he's a great dude, but it made him stay home. He was texting me, he's like, I don't know what to do. They're making me stay home. I was like, I think it's pretty obvious what to do. Just yeah. stay home, man. Like, <laughs> you know, Can't like, do much. Yes. comes back to work and this, this lead, like dude, almost picks a fight with him. Oh, wow. Starts screaming at him, asking him to go outside. This is a leader of, there's 20 guys. Like on the floor, there's and there's me. There, there. He's asking this guy to go outside. Like, come on, you want to go outside? Like, I'm like, are we? Are we? We're like, are dude, we to fight? what are we? To, what's going on here? I mean, eventually he calls a a a, a person of ethnicity, ethnicity, a racial slur, at work. The company makes him read the rules of conduct. Oh wow. I'm not going to HR with everything I know because somebody every day is going to HR uh-huh. and nothing's happening. Did you have any written correspondence to prove your point that he was screwing over? I, I just, oh, I mean, I verbal. Everything with me is verbal. Hey, Kyle, I think me and you have had this kind of issue <laughs> where, where I'm just yeah, a verbal if, guy. If you had written correspondence... Well, his, I had written cor- I had written correspondence after after the fact. And like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, like, like I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not trying to get him fired, but he's obviously the problem while your company is... is yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, everybody thinks of things in a legal standpoint. I'm not a big corporation right now. I work for one. I don't really think things like that. Hey, if you can't do your job, man, get, get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you doing? But like, it's yeah. not just that, but he was sabotaging and not allowing the company to flourish for yeah. his own yeah. personal bullshit. Yeah, right. Because he wanted, he, wanted he wanted a manager gone. He didn't like, he didn't like her. Which is stupid. Just well, he's it. stupid. Like yeah. I mean, this is not surprising at all. Yeah. If you knew the guy, you'd be like, yeah, that's pretty much. Just... Who, who cares? Just don't talk to her. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, or no, what, dude? Like I always, I would always say that this this happened a few times while I was there over the course of the years. They, they had a lot of management changes until they got the one guy I liked that came in and he quit. But um, <laughs> they they would just when they didn't like him, they would just. Feed them to the wolves, man. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna stop doing everything. You know, you've got a couple of people. There's not just one. There's another yeah. one too that are in integral positions. They're very experienced. It's a very unique job. And if they helped you or gave you some guidance as a manager, you're gonna be fine. They don't want that. But if they back off and they just stop working and don't help you, you're done, man. Like you're you can't. Nobody can run that place like that. Like you, the, it's the too hard to learn. You, you can't you you can't do things now. My my opinion was always like, dude, you got a manager that could eat out of your hands. Like, like why don't you just help them and like, don't st- backstab them, befriend them. Yeah, you, do whatever you want. Then what what happens when you say, hey man, can I uh can I work through lunch and leave early on Friday? Like I mean like the like the normal kind of things. I'm not yeah. talking about unfair things. I'm just talking about like. 
sorry I was late 15 minutes, can I make it up? And you're not right. getting written up. You know, like, just normal, everyday things. Like, yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about that, you know? Like, but you have managers out there that are, they're they're just, they're bastards, dude. Like, I one came into that, the same place, and he was like, we were, I had a, a water bottle that I always carried everywhere when I was at work. It was a sealed water bottle. I work with live electricity, man. The bottle is sealed. I could throw it up against the wall, and it wouldn't, there, nothing would come out of it. And he calls me over, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? He says to me, I was like, what? He's like, you're not supposed to have this on the... On the I, was, I was like, well, nobody ever told me that. Okay. And he's like, well, who told you? I was like, well, considering that I wrote the rules, I'm pretty sure I know what they are. Because I did. I wrote the rules. I, rewrote, I wrote the standards for testing and building for the company. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a part of a team that did. I, went, went, yeah. I didn't write them for myself, but I was a part of a team that did. So, I mean... This guy, like, what the hell? Like, you give me a part time yes. water bottle, like, and you know you have to deal with people like that. Like, so if you have somebody that's nice and very easy to work with, why not help them, man? Yeah. These guys would like they wanted abuse. I don't know what the hell was wrong with these two. One of them is gone. I think the other yeah, one's there. But anyways, I was falling apart, like physically. It mentally. just got to a point where you were like, if I don't even like being an electrician. Yeah. Then why should I deal? Right. Yeah. And I mean, I like being an electrician. I like fixing stuff, but I just, how many things can you fix, man? There's no reward anymore in it, dude. Most people are mad when you get there and then they're mad about the bill when you leave. You know, (laughs) I mean, I've had people complain and be like, all you did was flip a switch. I was like, man, dude, I knew the flip, the switch to flip. That was the, that's what you're paying me for. Like, not because of the work I did, but for the knowledge that I have, the years behind it. And uh, yeah, I just, I didn't want to do it anymore. It was showing at home. And uh, I started this business as a sole priority, which would mean that I was going to continue working and I was going to start doing this because I had a good feel for it and I wanted to start feeling and pressing the market and um, start the business, get a small loan, a real small loan, you know, because I just want to start messing with distributors and stuff. And uh, a couple days later, my wife asked me for a divorce. After you just got the loan? After I just got the loan, yeah. Uh, I just got the loan. I just got started. It was the very day her mom moved out. She asked me for a divorce. Now, I'm sure I was not easy to live with. I'm not going to pass judgment on her. I mean, we could do that shit all day, and then you know, I got a lot to say, of course. But I'm not. I have nothing to say negatively. But it was just very strange that once you start, once you knew exactly what you wanted to do for the rest of your life, assuming the business does well, it looks like it's doing well. Well, I mean, you right know, it's, it's 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 got me here. It's always going to do well. But it it's just. Um, I asked her, I was like, why did you let me do this? Like, she's like, because it was obvious, dude. You're dying. Like, you've got to do something else. This is what you're meant to do. Like, you you just got it. Like, whatever that thing is, like, you're... You have that big Yeah, right. Mindset. She's like, you are, were this guy, this big fat guy <laughs> that just slept on the couch. And she's like, once you did this, you changed into something completely different than you I've ever seen you before and I couldn't deny you that I had to let you just go and then when she told me that I was like I I believe me it does <laughs> fights continue <laughs> all the time but they're not her fault it's not anybody's fault it just is what it is and this is like my goal and my passion dude I don't sleep most nights I work I'm here I I'm I'm starting to get to the point where that not sleeping shit is not productive 
but like um, let's get you some sleep. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. Well, I mean, good. you gotta sleep, you know. But whatever. Um, but this is the passion, and this is what I want. And I'm gonna tell you, yes, I want money. Okay, we all want money. Money well, is the thing, you know. For free. Yeah, nobody does anything for free. Okay, but I don't want money just for me. I want all the people around me to have money and I want everybody to be happy and nothing makes me happier than when somebody gets something that they've been looking for. Oh man, I've been looking for this everywhere. And buying it from somebody reputable like you instead of having to go through a major corporation. Yeah, I mean, how much are they supposed to get? Mm -hmm. It brings me to my next question. What people that are watching this pod, listening to the podcast. And... Um, Ivan, I wanted to ask you this, just from a consumer standpoint, where do you think Toys R Us went wrong, and where do you think Abby's Toys can do better to keep people credible, to keep the business credible to the to the mindsets of the consumers? Ooh, that's a tough question. I mean, me as a kid growing up with Toys R Us, I mean, like, shoot, I remember being like 12 years old. Going to Toys R Us and then them having uh, I remember it was like Nintendo sixty four, and then uh, it was just came out and then you were able to put five dollars down as a um, as a uh, down payment for the Nintendo sixty four as a pre order, and that guaranteed you to get a Nintendo sixty four. Me as a little kid, I didn't know that they that thought uh, me putting that five dollars down may, may meant that I got the Nintendo sixty four. And then I had to go back and, and uh, convince my mom to buy, <laughs> put the rest of the hundred something dollars towards it. But man, just going to that store was just so great. Like you know, like you get to see everything, and you get to play the computer games, and you get to see all the toys. That was a big thing. Was it depressing for you as an adult to see that Toys R Us had filed for Chapter Eleven and eventually? being liquidated out of the all the american stores yeah you know you like you try to think about like where did they go wrong like how how did they how did such a big store become a bankrupt and like and, and like you asked me like you know where did they go wrong and i would think like you know like um branching out more than they could too many franchises too many not being loyal to their franchisee owners not teaching them how to run stores correct and now uh, and like one thing that that i love is like you know um reading about business uh, practices by other other big companies and it reminds me of the business practice of arizona tea yeah arizona tea has been 99 cents for how many years ever since they've been they've been around they have a product that people like and they don't have and to they change don't, their and price they, they don't mess with exactly they if don't mess broke, with their price exactly it. And they've been popular for how long uh, uh, compared to so many other businesses. So you don't branch out more than, you know, don't buy more than what you could chew, is I guess is, what, is where it comes down to. Yeah, and there's a really good YouTube channel that you guys should check out. It's called The Company Man, mm-hmm. and it talks about where Toys R Us went wrong and where some of these other companies went wrong. I wonder, I, 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 is that the guy that talks about a lot of other businesses? Yeah, and Walgreens and, and Walmart and everything, but... I wanted to ask you, Phil, where did Toys R Us go wrong? Well, this is what I think, okay? They just missed the mark on so many things, okay? Like, let's look at where they missed the mark. You missed the mark on video games, okay? Absolutely. Nobody's buying video games from Toys R Us, okay? Those are toys. Those are, like, the coolest things, the hottest things. I remember buying Nintendo games from... And they don't break. And they don't break, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're good, 
and I I can say I've probably bought maybe 10 games in my life from Toys R Us. And I'm the lifelong gamer. Like, I mean, pretty much, aside from a break for my teenage years to deal with testosterone, I'm, I'm, I'm a lifelong yeah. gamer. And gamer. I get, I get yeah. that it's called Toys R Us. You want to keep it kind of more of the what you think of a toy. They sold games. Did but you? you? Yeah, like, yeah. And I get, like, you don't necessarily want to compete with GameStop and Best Buy, but it's, it's, it's a free enterprise. You have to... Do whatever you can to compete with your competitors. They, yeah, yes, like how, never, how are you going to stand out? Like you know, they uh, never made anything. Toys R Us started. Uh, well, the, uh, for a bit there, they had they had the Toys R Us exclusives, but it wasn't that much. Yeah, and it was too late. Were, I think it was too late. In the it game. was too late. I mean, you already got you've already got Walmart. You've already got Target at the exclusive point, right? Once you but establish you, yourself as a competitor in the game. Well, how you can keep up with it is, yeah, establishing your exclusive. Right. I mean, they got way into... Whether it's your color variant or whatever right. the fuck. They got way into the Baby R Us thing, okay? Which was yeah. diapers. Were, were they all the Kids R Us, Baby R Us, or were they all Well, the I mean, same? yeah, you could get all the same stuff at Babies R Us. Uh, there were specific locations that were Babies R Us, but, like, Toys R Us would have all the same stuff. They're too baby-oriented. It became way easier to get diapers and stuff online. Then they get this kind of movement. Like, I remember when my daughter was being born, they get this movement about like cloth diapers and shit. I, I got somebody, they give me a hard time about that. I was like, yeah, have fun with your cloth diapers. I'm going to not play with the shit. I'm going to throw it in the garbage. But good luck, you know. And just, it's not sustainable for them. And then, okay, so who's left? you got children and you've got collectors. Me and Ivan are collectors. I, I don't know how much how much you are, Kyle. I know you said you like uh, some of the McFarland sports stuff. and But, you know. Kyle's a sports guy. Mm. I, I get it because I am too. We are we are both too. You know we're just a little bit more. Heavily love my bears. Into, yeah, we love we yeah, uh, we like our football. Um, but you let scalper. I mean, I say scalpers, okay. But you let guys run in the door and clear yourselves of the most popular items. You never stop them. You never limit them. You never do anything to them. And this is the one thing about Abby's toys that I'm going to break the fucking mold on that shit right now, okay? I ain't going to do no crazy pre-order times where one guy can come in here and get all of my stuff early, all right? I figured a few things out about this business, and I'm in prime position to get that stuff on time, okay? I will be having stuff coming out the day it comes out, just like everybody else. A lot of people are asking me about pre-orders. I haven't quite figured out the pre-order system yet, but it ain't going to be like anybody else's, mm-hmm. okay? And it ain't going to be like the first guy that calls in and buys 10 things and clears my damn shelves out, all right? People that, the guys out there that are working and can't get to that phone, the guys that are out there sleeping, don't want to wake up that early or don't want to do that. The guys that everybody that collects and wants an opportunity at that thing For the market value, the day it comes out is going to get an opportunity to get it, okay? If it's an evolving thing where I would be like, hey, X and X and X got the last one. You can have this one and this one. Is it an auction thing where I was like, everybody pays a buck and whoever wins, whatever the hell I do, it is not going to be that model. I'm not letting everybody, anybody walk out of here with all my stuff at, at, you know, market suggested prices and then go to eBay and flip it. Like okay, now I got no, nothing wrong with flipping stuff on mm-hmm. eBay, but you ain't taking it all from me. What would be the minimum and maximum of toys purchased at Abby's Toys for in mm-hmm. That's That's up to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. up to me. And you know what? 
I ain't going to give you that black and white. And all you guys out there that want to play that black and white game with me, and there's one of you out there who know exactly who I'm talking about, okay? That told me that I should live up to my mistake. No. I don't live up to my mistakes, okay? I, li I live up to my mistakes. I don't live up to your bullshit. That's what I don't do, okay? I mean, no three to four time markup. Yeah, right. And no, I'm going to do what, I'm going to mark up things that are appropriate. I'm not going to try to take all your market money. value. Pretty yeah, much. it's pretty much market value. But I'm going to be under, and I'm not going to be under enough where I'm going to hurt somebody else. I want everybody to feel happy and comfortable. That's what I want. I want you to feel happy with what you bought at the price that you bought. I don't really buy a lot of things, but if I do, you're going to get an honest assessment from me. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm willing to pay for it or if I'm not willing to pay for it so that I don't insult you. This is your collection. You bring it in here. You're trying to sell it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to shit all over it and we'll give you 10 bucks. I ain't going to GameStop you, man. And yeah. like, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, like, I, I, it, I might just tell you, I can't give you an offer that I even feel comfortable telling you. Because I'm not going to insult you, man. Like, I want you to be my friend. I, I like, and anybody that gets a hold of me, now I'm getting kind of busy. So I am going to start trying to do something where I get to everybody and try to talk to all of you guys. You know, I, uh, the, uh, uh, what's, your, what's your name out there? The, the, the Funko Pop guy. We spoke yeah, for yeah. on the phone the other day. He knows who he is. Yeah, you Uncle know, Pop. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. We got a deal. Uh, we are working on a deal going on, but he he knows who he is. Forty-five minute phone conversation about Star Wars books and like just talking. And and I want to be there for everybody like that. Okay, I want to hear what you like. Our motto is: if we don't like it, it's just because you haven't told us yet. Mm -hmm. All right. there's, no, there's nothing we can't sell. It's Abby's well, toys. I mean, it's not sell Abby's it. Star Wars. Yeah. I'm not selling any of this stuff, man. It sells itself. I don't gotta sell nothing. It's here. Just come and look at it. Just come and look at it. You're gonna want it. it. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna want it. That's all the stuff you want. That's all I picked. I didn't pick. You know, there ain't no. Well, yeah. I mean, we listen, guys. You got to do something about Yavin Luke, okay? Yeah. I, he's been warming the shelves for a long time, and please, please, when you see Yavin Luke, take him home. Okay, I'm tired of running into him at Meyer, and he needs a home, man. I buy as many as I can. We have Yavin Luke. We support him, okay? Try to give him to charity. Whatever we can do, okay? But it, they're getting ready to revoke his shelf warmer status, and yeah, what's yeah. going to happen? It's going to be like those ET video games in the in the '80s where they just dumped them all into a fucking into a pit, and then what? What then? What's where is he going to be? And you're going to be like, oh man, I wish I would have got that Yavin Luke. But anyways, I, we, we just don't, I don't carry a lot of junk. Like, I don't, I don't have a lot of things that aren't cool. And I know this market very well. I know how things trend. I know how things go around. And I was fortunate enough to figure out how to get things quick. And I have a guy, a guy, I guess he is. I don't know what, what you would call him, a broken person, an individual <laughs> that I person. take charity on. This guy can find anything. Squatter. Yeah, a squatter. Yeah, kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like, vagrant? Squatter would be vagrant. I don't know. Vagrant. Is yeah, a good, right. Yeah. It's a good term. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I'm not going to throw him out in the street, but I'm, I'm telling you what, man. It's getting kind of old spending money on Cheerios for this guy, and, like, he just eats that shit all day. Fried bologna. Yeah. Yeah. It smells really bad sometimes with these fried bologna, but he's okay. <laughs> he He's weird. <laughs> But man, dude, if you're looking for something, he will find it. My bounty hunter is on it. Probofet will find anything. 
as we end this podcast, Phil, the last question that I think a lot of people that are listening to the podcast want to know, what separates Abby's Toys? Why should I buy or sell to you versus any of your competitors? Come here and find out. I don't have to tell you. You'll know when you're here. What's the address? 36, oh, I'm sorry, 3936 West Irving Park in Chicago. This is going to be a temporary location. And uh, you can always find us at abbeystoys.com. Um, I'm sorry about the website right now. I'm working on it. I've been working on, uh, it's, all, it's all the same, .com, .net. You can find it everywhere. I've owned them for years. Just go on the Google machine, A-B-B-E-Y-S. Yes, A-B-B-E-Y-S-T-O-Y-S toys at anywhere you want and i'm there e for excellent right yes e for excellent customer service and yes 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 um uh we're uh and and we're in chicago and i'm lucky enough to have a a store for a little while and then we're gonna go out on the road man and we're gonna come see all you guys and i want to see everybody i want to talk to you mando yep yep i listen my my personal cell phone number is out there so call me don't be afraid like you know i'm here I'm listening. Do you want something? If I don't get to your requests, I want everybody out there to understand that if you have a specific hunter request, you want that... Well, I'm not going to call him any bad names because he starts crying. But if you want Proba to find something for you, okay, you got to email him at probafet.com or at probafet at gmail.com, okay? Just send your emails there with your wants. He does whatever he wants. He finds whatever he wants. I don't know. Sometimes he finds things that he wants. I, I don't know what he's he a does. bounty hunter. We don't ask how he gets. I don't ask. Yeah. You don't ask questions. I don't know. You don't yeah. ask questions. You right. just smile and stitches accept. Stitches get stitches. Mm. That's wa- it. He goes out there. He finds it. He's kind of weird. If you meet him, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say about him, but he is what he is. We love him still. Sarlacc maybe did some damage, or I don't even. Did think- they even find out how he got out of the Sarlacc pit? No. Uh. Uh, I've heard Probafet's story. <laughs> it's not pretty, okay? Hey, he he didn't come out the way he went in. <laughs> you got you to do, do to survive, yeah, right, right, Ivan? Right, yeah. Any final thoughts, Ivan? I mean, this is a really, uh, it's a different toy story, but I think it's a really cool toy uh, toy story here with Abby's toys, toys. Well, yes, you know, I mean, uh, I believe in it, and this is why I'm here. I believe in um, the vision. And I'm going to do everything I can to make it uh, be possible. Well, Ivan and Phil, it's been a pleasure. This is episode one, so if you enjoyed it, definitely check out our other episodes. If you didn't enjoy it, well, we'll definitely do our best for episodes two, three, four, and 4,000. Maybe we'll have Yes, four. yeah, maybe, maybe. I would like 4,000, yeah. yeah. I think next time like we'll, I think next time we'll talk about some, some new toys. Some, some, maybe something we got or something that's coming in. Or just, well, you know, just general comics, that, that new Wonder Woman movie, you know. Any, yeah, anything, absolutely. Yeah, anything yeah. that pops into Anything our but politics, man. Yes. Yeah, anything but politics. We don't talk Every, about... Save Haven here. Yeah. Save, save politics for the Star Wars prequels. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ivan and Phil, this is Kyle Smith signing off. Once again, check out Abby's Toys at Abby's Toys with an E. And also sportsbroadcastsolutions.com. For Phil Ivan, I'm Kyle signing off. We'll see you next time on the Mac Doe podcast associated with Abby's Toys.